there is so much at stake. A lot to win, but a lot to lose as well. And normally, to win is normally the exception. So you need to deal with the with the losses as well, the defeats, and that's hard. But there were no words to, to you know, uh, after a defeat. It w- I just needed time and the next game. Welcome back to my Beyond Victory podcast. This episode is very special to me because it's my first look into the world of football with a special guest, a legend that played for Spain, Sociedad, Liverpool, Real Madrid, and even Bayern Munich, a World Cup winner, and someone who's won almost every club trophy out there. I learned a lot from him about the mind of a footballer and the training methods, as well as his predictions for the rest of the season and who the best players he ever played against are. Please rate, comment, And of course, I'd also appreciate if you subscribe to my podcast here. And I really hope you enjoy this episode as much as I do. Let's go. So, Xavi, thank you very much for, for joining my Beyond Victory podcast. It's really cool. Then we managed to find the time eventually. <laughs> Pleasure, Nico. Busy, Great to be here. Busy schedules. You were saying that when you used to come here with the big clubs with Real Madrid, there was the fans like amazing or what? Yeah, they were amazing. When it, whenever you come with Madrid, with Liverpool, with Bayern to, to the Asian countries, they, they are so passionate <laughs> and they spend hours and hours in the lobby uh, waiting, waiting for the team to come out. Yeah, it's massive. The support and how many people the market is unbelievable here. And sometimes China. Was, you said there was what up to a thousand fans in up, the lobby. Up to thousands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, Complete really. chaos. And they are f- 24 hours there, <laughs> and and even you want you want to get close, but there are so many that you can cover. So uh, big, big problems with the security many times. <laughs> yeah, but it was great to be here. Wow, oh, that's cool. Um, I, uh, I guess it's in the Formula One could be similar. I don't think that extreme. No? no, 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 no. We have a lot of fans as well, but not yeah. not so much. I think soccer is is in Asia a different different level. No, no, because then yeah, the brands are so big worldwide, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and here they are getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I wanted to start because we have a lot of similarities. I found when I was doing all the research. And for example, we have the father similarity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I followed exactly in the footsteps of my father, even going to the same team. He was world champion with uh, Williams. I started from one with Williams. And with the same team owners, they were all still there. And you, uh, your dad was a big, uh, big legend from uh, Real Sociedad. That's what's going on. Yes, yeah. it's our home. And that's where team. you, and that's where yeah. you started as well. Can you take uh, take me through just like how was that um, growing up with with your dad being such a superstar in that space, and how did he manage that with you? He's been a role model for me, always as a professional, as a father, as a person, because he's been very, you know, he was really focused on his game, on on the game. But at the tam- same time, he was really humble, and he, the way he he used to deal with with the pressure, with the people, so it was a great example for me, and and being able to live that since I was a kid, I think that helped me to become a a professional, and to to be able to deal with difficult situations, with the pressure, with the fame, uh, with with the injuries when you are playing, when you are not playing, so being able to live it so closely helped me a lot in my in my career but at the same time he wasn't he wasn't pushing myself to to become a professional he was very supportive but not very very invasive for me and my brother it was really helpful 
Oh, that's cool to hear. So first to get the experience, because when you're young, you already lived it kind of yeah. through, through your dad. I think that and then it's especially in the, in the early years when you are becoming professional, when everything is new, if you don't have had an experience, it's it maybe it's huh? difficult to deal with the with, so this, with suddenly the fame comes, yeah. the money comes, and if you are 18, 19, it's difficult to have your your head very like be mature at that age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The environment around you helps you helps you a lot. Can you show uh, share some examples of like young talents that you've seen that have just gone completely no uh, not names not of course names. Eh? No, no 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 names no, but just but examples of of things you've seen when suddenly they start earning a hundred thousand per week yeah, yeah. and uh, the father comes wants money the mother comes wants money and it just turns into it's a casino the prototype is they they always go with wherever they go they go with an entourage of friends or family and they always uh, put so much pressure on him that everyone is behind him and that their lives depends on, on, on the player. And that puts so much pressure. And when things no, don't go right, those people, may, maybe they are not there supporting. And it's very common in, in, the, football, in the football world. That's, that has happens to, to young players. It's hard, huh? It's, yeah, it's they really start extreme, spreading no? money and they don't, they don't look after, you know, you are making good money for a few years, but you, you know that... Uh, when you are 35, more or less, that uh, the new life starts. And to, to deal, I, I, am been, I have been <laughs> just been there, I have retired a couple of years ago. Uh, to make that step, many f uh, football players, they, they don't deal well with that situation as well. So it's, yeah. it's a big challenge as a life. I don't know, that's for sure. Well, I can, I can, yeah, yeah. I can understand yeah, yeah. A, a lot of it, but of you course. It's what you've done, or what I have just done, to, to make that transition in a whole way, you need to think a lot about it and take the decision very, very rationally. Yeah, rationally. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. When you take the decision, when when football doesn't kick you out, you deal better with uh, with the situation because if you want to continue but no one wants you, it it can be hard for someone. Your post that you made when you retired, yeah. I loved it. I gave everything. I lived it, and and beautiful game. Yeah, yeah. Bye yeah. bye, beautiful yeah, yeah, game. I said it. Uh, lived but it, loved it. Uh, farewell, beautiful game. Yeah, and so if it's so beautiful, you d you stopped just because you felt rash rationally that it would be dangerous for you to end in a way that you get kicked out. Yes, absolutely. for your mental. Uh, yeah, yeah. For myself, I have always wanted to live rather than being kicked out, something, yeah. like, something like that. Um, and because of that, and I, w I prefer as well to, to play at the highest level possible. Even my last year, I wanted that. I didn't want to, to go somewhere where I didn't have that, that hunger or that really passion to, to play. And that's why I took the decision rationally. I could play maybe one year, a couple of more years, but better, better earlier than, earlier than than too late. That's cool. So again, right, yeah, again yeah. We, did we did exactly the same thing. And really, there's not many that, that decided in, in, in such a way. And also from my experience, I can say 100% for myself, amazing. It's just, it's just perfect. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's really and, amazing. And I think that I talk about this with, with Philip Lam. He had some similar ideas as well. What he did with the national team, what he did yeah, with yeah, Bayern. Yeah. He wanted to take that decision and, you know, that's why, you know, I said you, I, I, I admire him, him a lot. And what you did to live there, it's, a, it's, it's the toughest. It's the toughest. Of course. Yeah, of but course, you feel yeah. good later. Yeah. That's true, yeah.
No, I totally agree. Just going back a little bit, I think we're maybe one of your toughest challenges, which, which would be nice to go into as well as a young player. You were 21, 22, and you make the step from your home country, from your environment, from your space, suddenly to go to the UK, to Liverpool, into the crazy Premier League, super aggressive. Can you take, take us through a little bit of that, how, well, how that was for you as a human being as well? It was going to be the, the time to test myself if I was ready for the, for the big for the big leagues, for the for the big guys, to challenge with the big guys. And that was your dream? I want to challenge yeah, yeah, the big yeah, guys? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, I came from my hometown team. Uh, we almost win the league with Real Sociedad. That it's, um, it was almost a miracle. We were so close till the last game we had the, a good chance. And we played Champions League with my hometown team, so that was like a dream. But th it was time to, to make another challenge and to try something, something, something else. And Liverpool, it was like... A new project, new start, and to be part from the first from the from the first year with Rafa Benitez to this new project, it was a challenge for me, and he gave me a lot of confidence as well. But uh, testing myself if I was going to be re ready for that level, uh, that's that's what I wanted, you know, not to to be here, try to to go always a little bit farther. But can you explain that a little bit more? Like, what is the what is the drive? Because it's really high risk to go into to go to England. Yeah, to yeah, the best yeah. of the best, well, coming from the outside, what what is the drive that you have? You you want to push into the most difficult situations, yeah, yeah, I to want grow to or to you want to be the best in the world, or what was the yeah, the drive to, to compete with the best and to be with the best? And and I had the chance to to do that in Liverpool because uh, you know for me uh, being being able to challenge for the Premier League, for the Champions League, you know I I had that hunger, that motivation that I believed that I could do. But I had to, to deliver, not just with the opponents, with your teammates as well. You need to earn your, your, your starting position on the, on the team. And you need to be team player, but you need to be selfish somehow a little bit and to, to believe in, in yourself. Be not arrogant, but, but have that confidence or that esteem to, to go a little bit. It's massive self-belief, but with being humble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's right. You have to that's the, that's the, the ingredient. The motivation, the the confidence, but you know, not not going too far. I think. And did you, you have to control you, it? Were you scared to make this step because you don't know? You don't really know. Premier League, it could be completely zero, different. Zero scare. Not scared. C zero zero fright. I think. Really? Yeah, yeah. Zero. I think I was very very motivated, very focused. I was just 22. So wow. I had my whole career in ahead of me, and I didn't know what was going to happen. That's big cojones, though. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to have. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I don't translate <laughs> that. <laughs> it means. <laughs> uh, but that's what you want when you are competing, and you have the chance. And now I miss those moments, of course. I have retired, but I miss when I see quarterfinal, semifinal, Champions League. Of course, it was. <laughs> I say, oh, I would love to be there again, <laughs> but but I I flip my shirt. Fair enough, long enough. I've been lucky to do, but still, you know, the thrill of the game, the, the electricity of the, the full stadiums. There is so much at stake. A lot to win, but a lot to lose as well. And normally, to win is normally the exception. So you need to deal with the with the losses as well, the defeats, and that's hard. But there were no words to, to you know, uh, after a defeat. It w I just needed time and the next game. You said that humanly it was really tough on you to make the switch to England 
as a Spanish guy coming yeah, into this new world. Yeah, how, how did you cope with that? I I, I dealt quite well. I uh, I went with with my girlfriend. We could speak English because some of the Spanish lads that were coming they struggled with the language, so it made that made easier. I was really you know really open-minded. I wanted to learn quickly. I'm wanting to adapt, but yes, it was you know at till that age I was living in with my parents. I was playing professional, but uh, I was 21, and I was still living. I had my house and living with my parents because I was on my own, and it was a, a personal challenge as well to be able to to do for my own. But I dealt it. You say I'm, I'm uh, quite impressed, or, or, or that you say no pressure, no no fear of failure and things, because um, you had nothing to lose. What about let's wind forward 10 years? Now you had built a. You were one of the greatest soccer players, uh, playing for big teams. Did that change then? Did you then have fear of failure because there was a lot to lose? Because uh, people never. expected you to perform and, and be yeah. the best? Never fear. No? Never. Jeez, never you're fear. a machine. Yeah? No, no, no. But you can't... Because the, if, if you have fear, uh, that controls you. And I, I learned to deal with the nerves, with the motivation, but not the fear. Because those nerves, I needed them to, to play it on my, my best. But uh, I was never scared. And... I knew that I had to deal with, with the fields if, if, if that was coming, but always next and next and next. Never looking back, always looking forward. <laughs> okay, dear, dear listener, uh, don't worry. Even if you do have fear, you can still have a lot of <laughs> yeah, success. Yeah, yeah. Huh? No, it's no, no. Because I had a lot of fear of failure, for yeah. example. Yeah, yeah, a lot always. Uh, and I still managed to have huge success. So yeah. um, I think there's, there's two ways. Yeah, yeah, for me, yeah. the fear of failure was the most powerful motivator that I can ever imagine. It made me go to places where I didn't think I would be able to bring that discipline, that focus. And a lot of it is from fear of failure. Yeah. So I'm actually, in the end, now I'm thankful yeah, yeah, for yeah. having fear no, of no, failure. No, no, because no. It you need to deal with situations and you need to, to find somehow the motivation with fear or self-controlling or with dealing with the nerves. But uh, you need to, to cope with that. It's fantastic. Um, I would like to jump into the most legendary Champions League final uh, the world has ever seen. <laughs> I mean, it would just be really nice to hear a little bit taking us through there. So well, I think I would like I would quite like to start like goal two, goal three. The dream is disappearing. Yeah. Well, you know, it, you had it, never it, won. It comes from from earlier because the road, the road to Istanbul was amazing as well, because we were so close to to not qualify for the for the next round in group stage to go out we scored in the last minute uh, Steven Gerrard scored the last minute to make to the last 16 we beat Juventus we beat a super Chelsea in semi-final that it was and the final it was like unexpected because no one expected us to reach the final so for us it was like a, a big big not surprise but like a big opportunity big chance that we had and from the beginning to start First minute one zero, two zero, three zero. We were like so angry with ourselves, uh, somehow depressed at halftime. But we we found out out of nowhere that 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 belief and that self spirit to that spirit to, to keep fighting. But you say out of nowhere, Can, uh, nothing yeah, happened in the you in don't the have cabin? reasons. You don't have reasons to believe when you are three zero <laughs> and you are playing shit to to beat and to come back against a Super Milan. But uh, the first goal, it was like, wow, now we have something to, to hold and something to believe in. The second one, wow, really? 
this is happening. It was like a, a boost, a boost for us. And in the third one, when the penalty, I, I knew that I had to take a penalty. And I said, wow, Xavi, this is, <laughs> this is the moment. This is Still the moment. Still no fear of failure. Uh, big, big responsibility. Big, big responsibility. But big, uh, the, t the tension, the wow, nerves. Wow, Xavi. <laughs> he said, wow, Xavi, this is, this is the one. This is the moment. And, and of course, when, when, I, when I saw the, that he saved the penalty and, and I got the rebound, I don't know what, what, what went through my mind. But, my but at the moment... When I think of YC, it's even now a big relief that I got the rebound because wow, going that far and not not able not yeah. being able to reach it would have been really really painful, and probably my career would have would have changed. Wow, but yeah, but, but it was so intense, so intense, and the drama of the penalties and not fear, but so so much. I was like empty after the game. I was empty, you know, that I had given everything emotionally, like so so. So uh, so much tension, and and that used to happen in the in the big games, you know, because you are fighting for big things. Of I, course, I yeah. guess for you in a race. Yeah. How, yeah, how did same. you feel when no, you? Same, eh? same. Of course. Eh? Totally. Totally. <laughs> totally. I, I, I guess that you feel empty, no? Uh, destroyed. Eh? Completely mentally destroyed. Ah, for the but you have the phys yeah physical as well. Now it's the same. Completely destroyed. No, but for you, I think that you needed more concentration, eh? because our things Us, are yeah, there is more. You know, you can't control everything, but yeah. well, of course, you can't control it. But the concentration on others, probably, eh? yeah, probably. Eh? Also, during the whole weekend, because yes. we have data, we have this, that analysis, driving two hours, possibly mentally. Um, uh, I think that probably uh, yeah. mentally is more demanding, physically yeah. as well. But I think that mentally, no, no, but physically will be more yours. Yours, huh? It's different, I think. Eh? No? You need to be really fit, no? To yeah, yeah of eh? course, of course. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, we would lose four liters. Of sweat in two hours. Yeah. Fernando Alonso once he came out of the car he went, yeah, gone, finished. The the eyes were gone. Yeah, because just so dehydrated and you're always lying down and then you get up and the blood goes down and yeah. finished. End of end of story. Uh, no, so no, the hot races is uh, is really really demanding. And it's more st stamina or strength that you need for driving a ball. It's resisting. It's it's resisting to the heat. Resisting it's resisting to the heat. To the heat. That's the big one. That's the because big one. Because you have the overalls, you have no air coming in, and also the not breathing well. Because you have the seat belts really tight, so you can't open your lungs, and you have to hold your breath in the corners because you have 5G, you yeah. can't breathe. You have to <laughs> to keep the car in control. You block everything. So <laughs> half the lap, you're not <laughs> you're not breathing. So it's the not breathing with the extreme heat and the the full body tension of holding yourself in position. That's the that's the physically. So most uh, of the strength has to be here or legs as well. No, but it's a lot on the upper body, upper so the body? neck, the the shoulders. Yeah. And then the arms as well, because even when you're braking, you have 5G on the braking, yeah, 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 yeah. and you need to push against the steering wheel. Otherwise, you just uh, hang there like. You need a to, yeah, yeah. You have to block yourself block all yourself. the time. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so that's the the whole demanding one is that, and also the braking, because you have to slam the brake as hard as you can. It's maximum uh, maximum input. <laughs> every time no, no. so that's the even when I w have gone with friends to the karting yeah. after 20 minutes I'm, I I come out from the from the kart and I am so tired so yeah but the shocking thing is me too at the moment yeah <laughs> yeah. if I go karting now yeah. uh, five laps I'm finished yeah, yeah. So what happened to me after I retired I lost the you know Normally you are training four days a week, games, yeah. bam, 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 yeah. and and I lost the strength in in one in two months. My my legs were, <laughs> you know, I, really? I didn't have that power that I used to have. Yeah, 
Wasn't that a shit realization? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're, shit, you're shit. getting no, old. No, no, I'm gone, I'm gone. I want to do a sprint and I can't. It's over. And I can't. So, no, it's over. so then I, I started training hard again. I had the same. Yeah, yeah. I had exactly the same. Yeah. So for me, it was I went to zero training because I never liked training. It was always horrible. And, uh, and so I stopped everything. And then I realized that my uh, resting heart rate went 10 uh, up. 10. 10. From 42 to 52 yeah, yeah, yeah. and during the day i could feel that it's just completely inefficient the no, system no, no, no. and i was like no no this i don't accept <laughs> this is horrible <laughs> my whole life becoming inefficient yeah, yeah, yeah. like this no so then i went back to uh yeah, yeah. back into I training thought, now. okay i left and I, I stopped playing and i said ah, okay i'm not gaining weight i know i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine no no you are losing the the whole the whole <laughs> muscle the to whole tension and and i started back <laughs> training back <laughs> That's funny. Uh, one more time to the final, please. In the changing time, what the hell do you call it? Halftime. Halftime. Gerard or something, there was no like, message we can give to the listener here of something inspirational that no. gave you the little bit of belief again that maybe it's still possible. No, it was uh, Rafa's. Ra uh, Rafa Benitez yeah, was, Rafa. A, was a manager and his, his speech was quite, quite rational. He wasn't very motivating speech. Unusually rational? No, no, always Russian. Always. Rafa okay, wasn't, Russian wasn't, uh, is not mot motivating, it's very rational, okay. not very, like, yeah. very uh, intense. Yeah. But he made some tactical changes, and we started controlling much better the game with some tactical changes. We were playing with back five instead of back four. Yeah. So uh, that change was the key of the game. So it, nothing over the mental, just rational, no, 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 tactical no. improvement. That's what turned it that, around. That turned it around. Wow, you know, and, and, and the first goal. Because you know, I think that uh, the first goal was when uh, when you had, and I, now I am coaching, and I always say to 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 my players, when whenever you are losing, which are, ki which are kids by the way at the eh? moment, huh? which, which are, are the yeah, young yeah. kids, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and you just under fourteen, yeah. nice, yeah. When you are losing again this season or in the future, you just need a goal. When you are coming back, you just need a goal to change to change the mentality. With one goal, uh, the other ones will start fearing what they have, and you will have something to believe in. You are losing 3-0, don't worry. One goal can change the, the, the mood of the game. That's the same in Formula 1. At the moment, it's Sebastian Vettel. Mm -hmm. he's, he's having a disastrous time. Yeah. Last year, disaster. This year, still the same disaster. Spinning around just every yeah. time he's in a battle uh, and losing the race. And I always say that he just needs one clean yeah. weekend, one win, yeah. and he will be back on yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah. So it's not uh, it's not much that it will take to s to take the no to, no. to take the negative spiral out and go straight uh, straight up. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Very just uh, a, mi a moment can change everything. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. In the sport. Yeah. Like well, probably also in life. Surely. Yeah, yeah, in life. Surely well. also <laughs> in life. <laughs> that it can be just uh, small yeah. moments that can make uh, the huge difference. You've seen you've seen the greatest coaches in the world. Which one? Uh, which one was your? can you say was the one that you felt the strongest connection to or or you appreciated the style most well which works uh, most best for you because of my position i needed to understand what was going on in the game and and trying to to understand what the the manager wanted from from the from the team and from my from myself so with rafa i learned a lot with Mourinho, he was a huge motivator He's tough also, don't know. He's tough. And he pushes People you hard. Scared. He pushes you. He, he demands the best. He has the same for himself. But for you, if you don't give 100% <laughs> and you, you don't fight for it, uh, he's, he pushes you really hard and that's good. And that's good. You think that's good, yeah? It doesn't yeah, go yeah, too yeah. much sometimes that people start to be scared? Mm, you need to know the player. 
I think that the message can't be the same for you or, or for him. I think that you need to, to be able to to graduate that. And does Mourinho, is he able to graduate that? Or is uh, he just a one-way one, one for he's, everybody? He's, he's her. He's so maybe some players uh, will struggle with that uh, attitude. Some players, no? yeah. Some players, yeah. Uh, they are able to take whatever. The ones that are not as machine like you? No, no I'm not. Uh, <laughs> no machine. But, <laughs> but I, want, I, I, I liked to be pushed. Yeah. I, I didn't want... It's too easy, the preparation. No, no, no. Because I liked to get ready as well as possible. And I think that you need a proper lead and you need a proper planification strategies to, to get ready for the game. And, and as well with, with Pep, I think that he had a bit of both. He was great motivator as, as a human being. He was really, really intense, really passionate, and he was a great strategist about the game, about uh, what we had to do to play good football, about the little details. He was bang, and I le I learned a lot la my last years in in Munich with him. So would you maybe say that that he's the one that resonated best with you because he had. The best of both worlds was really uh, able to push. He was really good, yeah. yeah. For me, he was really, you know, very uh, a great, a great last challenge for me, you know. But all of them, you, I think that you can't pick just one. I think that all yeah. of them, they, some of them, they are more like man, they deal better with the man management, and that's in the football, it's that's fundamental as a as a, as a coach, Managing as a manager, human. Yes, yeah. yeah, and you need to to earn his confidence and to be close, but push as well. So that balance. The ba where if you get the balance is is the key I think, but because you need to to deal first with the person and later with the with the football player. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's uh, not only in sports though. No. I think also in in high well, performance business in a, or, in a, or everywhere in an, in an office. If, sure if you don't, you are yeah. not able to to yeah. have everyone motivated, it's it's hard to uh, at the end not to fight. They have to fight for you, not against you. And if you are, when you reach that, that, uh, that commitment is when you, when your team can perform So is this maybe one of the biggest ingredients then from like someone like Pep Guardiola that he's able to show the players compassion? Yes. And, and, and this, and this and he's able to, you have, he's able to, you know, he has his ideas and he, th he thinks those are the best ideas or the best style to play, to win the games. And being able to to convince you 25 guys that this is the one wow <laughs> that's not easy <laughs> eh? especially 25 who have their own yeah, head, yeah, huh? who, are, who have already won <laughs> who are already uh, experts five leagues two champions league world cup winners <laughs> to be able for them to say eh listen i am the boss here and you have to do this that's that's it. that does not easy eh? is there many arguments then or what and people say hey this is bullshit this is this cannot work or you nah. learn to respect and you no, have no, to you normally you have respect. to follow the you have to just have to follow and there's no choice yeah, you can't you be individuals no you no no you and you have to follow the group and that's why the group needs to be strong and that's why in a change room 25 guys but to be a group of leaders or oh, i mean it's important for the rest to look at the those guys and this if these are these are the leaders the captains we need to follow what 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 they say or what how they behave. Why do you say captains? There's many leaders. I mean, in, in, a, the, in, in the 24 people. I mean, not captains of Arman, but yeah. a group of uh, you know the the ones that uh, they naturally they have position nationally themselves. or they have the weight or the uh, not the weight the the position yeah, okay. of of you know of being like the ones that they have been there more in the club or that 
So that's give me that's example, very important. Give me the example then at the end of your time in Real. When I who are the who were the leaders, the captains? It was you, it was Ronaldo and No, I think that with Cristiano, with Iker, with Ramos, with Arbeloa, with Pepe, you know, we were close to we were twenty eight, yeah. twenty six that between twenty six to thirty. So, so we were still competing. We were, we could play, but at the at the same time we could you know, we could uh, like have that responsibility, the yeah. others one that they had to follow us. Na does that happen naturally? Or is that yeah, sort yeah. of uh, No, given? no, no, it's natural, it's natural. It happens that naturally. Has, that has to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's that responsibility that you need to, to take, you know, because the youngs that they have uh, 18, 19, 20, they, they need to have uh, like someone to, to, to look or from whom to learn. And I think that's that's from the ones that they have been more more time there. Yeah, that's a big difference to uh, our sport, where you're just on your own out there. You feel completely on your own, and even more so in my case, my biggest enemy yeah. <laughs> was sitting on the table opposite. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, know, yeah. In the inside our team, yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. You know, that's a, that was very extreme and and quite different. I think quite a different different dynamic than. No, because um, everyone is in your your sport. Everything is focused on you, whereas. If you, I could have a bad game, but we could win the game. If you have a bad day, boom, you lose. For so that's that's different. Uh, that's different. Going to Real, is it a different pressure because it's just so big, and it's in your home country? Yes, it's a very big, big pressure to play in Real. When I went to Liverpool that summer, uh, I was close to uh, to Real as well. Okay. Is this exclusive, uh, exclusive news on my podcast, or uh, almost somehow, signed, somehow, almost, yeah. almost signed for Real instead of Liverpool? <laughs> almost, almost, yeah, 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 almost. That's that's coming out. <laughs> and I played five five years in Liverpool, and I went back to uh, and I went back to Spain, but I was much much more mature. I had already lived uh, big uh, big games, big experiences, so that helped me a lot. To play for Real because in Real you are. I was with uh, that that year we signed with Cristiano, with Benzema, with Kaká. So it was a massive new project as well. Uh, the second time of Florentino there. To have that uh, that credit, that respect, it helped me a lot on the on the pitch, you know, because I had I had already shown that I could ah, play yeah, yeah. at the highest level. Yeah. Not that you, I had to prove. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Uh, when I went to Liverpool, people didn't know me that much. For example. Yeah, and in England, not much, of course. So uh, five years later, I had already won Champions League, uh, won the Euro, won. The I had already uh, won many things, and to establish myself in the midfielder of of Madrid, you know, everyone had confidence on me, and you need to feel it. Yeah, yeah. One uh, one big difference to our sport is that when we we are closed, we have a helmet, we're alone. There's no fans. You feel alone out there. Yeah. You see a little bit that there's a lot of people, but you don't experience them. But you guys, you're next to the guys. And we yeah, just yeah, saw yeah. Uh, Mo Mohamed Salah. No, yeah. Mo Salah, yeah. Mo Salah. He just got huge racist aggressivity from the fans that are 10 meters away. Is that just not so extreme? Or do you manage to block that off with time? Or uh, no, how that, do you, how that do you was, live that? That was really extreme. No, of course, I know this. That was but, really extreme. But let's take your cases, which maybe are not quite so extreme. But still, you will ev always get... Fans uh, uh, when shouting, when you're rubbish and when you're going to lose. Whenever, uh, whenever we had to play, for example, with Madrid yeah. in Barcelona, <laughs> it was uh, they were chanting against us, insulting. But, but you, how you, you deal, deal with, with that? that? You deal with that. That's no problem. 
at, at the end with the years you you're about to take the free kick and they're telling you you're a complete idiot no problem no problem <laughs> come on yeah 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 <laughs> no problem at all Jesus. We, we, you get used to that at the Jesus. beginning you say come on uh, 10 years later you you. I think I'm happy you I, cho I chose the right yeah, sport you, 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 I would never turn and say something yeah. and they, uh, of course and you hear terrible things but <laughs> no problem uh, uh, what happened to to Salah or, or recently to to uh, Kino from Juventus races that's 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 even harder you know is enough being done against that at the moment against this racism in soccer uh, no no we, d we need to keep doing we need to keep are you uh, involved as well eh? you're involved yeah 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 with UEFA with things uh, we always uh, like have campaigns against racism yeah. and we need has to it has it shown that it works these campaigns it's shown but still you know especially in certain stadiums where where there is, there is still a lot of abuse and they are taking Taking uh, not policies, uh, decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, taking actions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Against these actions. Okay. At at uh, at Real, who is working harder, you or uh, Cristiano? Uh, Cristiano. Training harder. C Cristiano, he's <laughs> training harder, preparing himself. He was a machine. Uh, he's a machine. <laughs> he he loves testing himself and getting ready for for the game. Yeah. yeah. Why? I, why I, I, I thought because he. He had to be like fully, fully ready because his game was more individual. Mine was more collective. So I maybe I had to think more about the game, but he had to prepare more about his actions. You know, he was in the box, so that's why he's so so important in each team he goes. And now the impact he's having in Juventus is. Yeah. I'm sure that they are amazed the the way how professional he is, how much motivation he has to to win. Yeah, it's a machine, machine. But why, so why didn't you try? Uh, why didn't you train harder? You don't think you could have been an even better soccer player? Uh, no, 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 half no. a percent more. No, yeah, yeah, but if you especially I, I, see no, another no, but guy do it, I, 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 th no, because sometimes to train too much is is worse. Yeah, but okay, uh, that's a yeah, yeah, yeah. Are but you sure? Yeah. Are you sure for you it would have been? Yeah, worse? yeah, yeah, yeah. I I knew that I couldn't be on the gene pushing. Uh, no, because that didn't work for myself. No, no, no. I had to be fresh, at especially the last. My last years, it was not about training too much. It was about training lots of times. You know, the sessions could be one hour. That was enough to get ready for the game. It was more about recovering well, train a little bit, and get ready for the game. And that's what I like at the end, get play games. That's why I like playing three games a week. I don't mind playing three games a week. It's just because the training is the, the game. And you get fit and you get ready in the games. But he needed more power. His game was different. I was so slow. I didn't have to train much because I was so slow. <laughs> but it's uh, but it's funny because I, I watched the Conor McGregor um, documentary. Have you watched that? No, I haven't. Ah, you ha you need to watch it. Yeah. Because they're also with these people. You often think, ah, oh, they're just showman, no, big no, talent. No, they don't no. work. They don't work hard. No, no, and no. the same with Cristiano. No, no. And Cristiano, then, he works but hard. then you see, no, no, these guys. No, they no, are no, the no. most dead. I mean, you of there course is a as reason. well in your way, but there is a reason why they're so yeah, great. Yeah, there's a reason. Yeah. I think and that this, uh, sometimes and we forget. And the great thing about Cristiano Messi is they are doing that consistently, and they are regular each season and this season, not just one season. I score 50 goals. No, no, they are doing that, and and it's unbelievable what we are seeing from these guys nowadays in football. It's unbelievable. I don't know what's gonna happen in in three four years when they are not in football. <laughs> it's gonna be a big big. Big gap to fill and good luck to whoever wants to be there. Ah, but we always say that and yeah. we've always seen the next step.
for now, even in tennis, these guys in, are in, in racing. These guys are here, yeah, so. And Messi what trains as hard as uh, as Cristiano, or is it? I don't think so. More talent. Is is he 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 prepares himself in a different way? I more like I you then. I would say so. More like more talent or different way. Interesting. Best player, you said um, one of the greatest players that you have respect for was was uh, Philip Lam. You told me the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of all, of all players from your career, you would wow. say, yeah, but one. one you of just them. take one, well, you would go. Stevie G as well, or Cristiano, yeah, but let's, or let's Ramos. Go, let's no, go about Philip. Uh, I admire him before playing in Bayern. I had great admiration because we had played against each other many times. And his, his attitude on the pitch, uh, of the pitch, he was top, top player, but he looked really not giving himself too much too much credit or too much importance and and like i like i like i liked it and once i get to know him you know he didn't have to talk too much everyone to listen to him or he didn't have to do much everyone to know that what philip was doing was the the right thing <laughs> yeah 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 great guy but why th this is why because he has such a tactical understanding for the game as oh well yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, an intelligence or, yeah, or what is ha the he had a natural intelligence of the game. he could play in any position and he would always make the the right decisions and and that's that's the most difficult because you don't have time and you have to decide so quick on the pitch him and Busquets for me probably they they are the most tactical players I have ever played with they have they always do one move because one reason because of this, to gain this advantage or to find that space. And that's when you find one of those players, it's, it's a joy. It's a, it's a joy to play with because they always, it's, that made my game much, much easier, you know. That's that's amazing. Amazing. Feels, like it feels like playing chess. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to run, instead of passing the ball now, I'm going to run three meters to pass the ball so he can get more advantage with the ball, my teammates. And, and that's to, to have that understanding of the game, it's, it's fantastic. It's like a, now football is going there. It's like becoming like a chess, chess game. I, I do this movement, so the other one reacts this, this, this way, but I need to anticipate that, so I will do this. So it's getting sometimes too sophisticated. Uh, we are losing a little bit of uh, that irrationality of that talent but uh, well, I'm trying to understand now but that I'm becoming a coach but you have exactly that rationality and, and intelligence yourself so you yeah, think, yeah, 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 you yeah. think yeah. probably you can be you can become a really successful trainer then because you have, yeah, that, yeah, you have yeah. that approach no uh, I had always tried to not just to play the game to to understand it or to think about it and I some players they don't like watching games. I I loved watching watching games because I l I love the game and I love football. But now as a as a coach, uh, I am trying to the the kids. They are kids. They are 14, but they understand many things. Those little things that make uh, the difference in a game for for them to understand why they are doing this instead of passing. We are dribbling to gain advantage. So for them to to feel it, and that's made. Once they, they, they feel it, it's much easier for the trainer. Are you studying a lot now? Watching uh, yeah, 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 Much more, much more. I am watching more games. And instead of watching, I am... Because you watch the game and you miss so many things. I rewatch them, but with a the computer, so I can stop, I can play back. 
to to see the little details. Do you start to use a lot of high technology analysis as well? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, average, yeah. average. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and space and where where each player yeah, was most of the time. Yeah, and at, at this age, we don't have the GPS track. Yeah. But uh, when when you are the professionals, they they always use, and you need to to be able to to manage the data in the right way because the data is you need to read it. Yeah. yeah. So this data means in this context. It doesn't mean uh, to run more is not to play better. Sometimes if you run too much, it's yeah. because you have been chasing the ball and y you yeah, yeah. you are not supposed yeah. to do that. So yeah, but now it's with the cameras, with different perspectives, with with the distances between the players, with the the, the speed of the impact of the ball, how quick the passes. Bo the of course the, the the speed of the passes makes the difference, and and now they can measure. Uh, the average of the speed of the passes. So if you see that you are you, that you are uh, passing so slow, probably you are not gaining advantage, and you can measure these things. And and ten years ago, that was a science fiction, if you will. But this is exactly this is what I love a lot about our sport. Yeah, 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 yeah. All these like tele using the telemetry to enhance your performance is yeah. in but our sport I guess is unbelievable. I, but I guess that it has been developing. And, of course, and yeah, it's yeah. non-stop, I guess. Yeah, of course. Because yeah? Yeah, yeah. for us, on one qualifying lap, you know, we have all these buttons. Every corner, you it requires a different set of button settings oh because God. every corner is different. And you can, you can influence so much the car and the young drivers coming in, they don't have the capacity to think. Yeah, They're yeah. so consumed with trying to keep the car on yeah, the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have capacity to think about every corner, new settings. And this is where the experience that makes a huge and difference. And when has, when has started that... Big change. It's Schumacher. 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 Complete genius. Yeah. To go further than just driving fast. To understand why he had to do... Unbelievable. Well, he, ha he was able to read the data and say, with these data, I, I need to do this. No? Yeah, but, and, but even more, he was able to feel on the track <sighs> what was happening and knowing that what technology he needed to change it, to make it better. Uh, what imperfections there were in the, in the car on the track. We need to develop this technology because in this area, that is going to make it better. Wow. Like the most incredible. Yeah. And I had him as my teammate for, for three years. So there I learned so much and it became, uh, maybe I even took it to the next level yeah. and it became one of my biggest strengths then to use the technology uh, and, yeah. the, and the telemetry to, to my advantage. Yeah, I know. It was really, uh, really powerful. Because that's, that little difference can be the key it's to win or to not to win. Two tenths per lap even. Tenths. It's huge. Two tenths per lap. Easy. Huge yeah. can make a can make a huge huge difference yeah, yeah. in soccer. Who's leading the way with this technology? With the with the mastering of this new technology? Is there one trainer, one team where you say no, those, those guys in that country? Uh, there are a few. For, exa for example, the young trainer of uh, Hoffenheim, Nagelsmann. He's yeah. using it like on the training sessions. They like they have live feed about what they are doing and what they have to do. So they have like big screens, so they are able to implement that during the training sessions. But nowadays is now uh, five years before uh, ago, it wasn't that you know that implemented. But now everyone uses it in 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 Germany, in England as well. They use it a lot, and in Spain they are. It's getting better. It's getting. But better. you have to keep the balance, huh? Because I'm sure some trainers will take it no, too no, far. No, 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 it's to not a computer game, you know. It's not a computer I'm sure game. It's, it's, this is not PlayStation, <laughs> and there are so many factors. So you need to be able to to use it and yeah. but uh, that won't be the, the difference it helps but it's not the one who has the better computers or the better software will win the game no but there is as well they are developing 
the artificial intelligence in football. They are building software that reads the game and gives you tips about what has to be changed. And maybe you, as a coach, you will have in, in halftime, you will have like a report about... Uh, normally, when the, the game goes that, that way, uh, that will happen. So you need to change those things. But wow. I, I, I don't like that. I don't like that, but they are studying for that to for that to happen. Yeah, that's extreme. Huh? Yeah, that's extreme. That's extreme. But wow. Mm, yeah, yeah. There is software that it's been created for that, but we will see if at at the moment we don't know yet if that's uh, that's useful. Um, just to to finish off, I wanted to ask two two uh, more entertaining things, which is uh, coming back to your old team, of course, England. Can your old team beat Pep with Man City to the championship, do you think? Uh, they can beat. They yeah? can beat. Yeah, yes. They can do you think beat. they're going to win? <laughs> it's going to be so close because both are doing so, so well. And I know Pep. I know how how well he's preparing the games. And each game is like the last game. You know, he's really into detail. And he's, I don't know which opponent he has, but he knows everything about all the opponents already, about his strategies, his tactics, his... Uh, weaknesses so wow. he's he's very like very a great strategist of each game and and he puts so much effort on each game uh, and that's all about the the championship is all about that it's about each game each game each game it's not like Champions League is you have just few games you need to be really regular and he's so good at that it's gonna be a but I'm sure I don't know that much club but whatever what he's doing is Must be pretty good as well, huh? Yeah, he must be really good. I have played so many times against him and I would have loved to, to, to be coached by him, but but uh, I'm really happy that he's in Liverpool. Top, top manager. And he seems really, like, passionate because he gets really close to the players. He's able to motivate them. But as well, a good thinker of the game. So if I may ask, if you choose one, you say Liverpool? Yeah, of For course. I have to go with Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, really want... I yeah. really, really want because we have been chasing be it for so long, so long. Amazing, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how how much it means for for the for the club, for the supporters. So long without winning it. So, yes. And you think the same is possible for Champions League as well? You think yeah, yeah, realistically? Yeah, yeah. They they can have because they can do it. They, they reached the final last year. Yeah. So now they they know how it feels to be there. Yeah. So they know it, but we will see if they they play against Barca. It's going to be a great, great semi-final to watch. I'm really looking forward to it. All right. Thank you very much. That's, uh, that's it. It was really nice to get an insight into your world. Yeah. I've, never, I've never had a conversation like that with, with someone from the soccer world. Yeah, in, yeah, in that yeah, way. No, so my pleasure. That was nice. Nice to share. And I, I still have had a great career, great champion. So my respect as well. I'm know. still a little bit uh, not sure that you're such a machine. In that <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Take, <laughs> it, take it in the right way. Take it in the mentally, right way. I'm quite, it in quite impressed. No, no, take it in the right way. I mean, I, somehow, even if I don't feel it, I have to have somehow inside maybe fear. But yeah. I think that to be able to to deal with the nerves and that to push you harder, yeah. uh, that's what I like it to, to feel. I like to feel that. But no fear, always go forward. Whatever happens, next. Well, that's a huge ingredient to success, huh? Yeah, to yeah, yeah. To always yeah. push into yeah, the yeah. difficulties. Always next. Keep, keep going. It's called uh, hustling. Yeah, 
Awesome. Always further yeah. and further. Yeah. That's a, that's, that's a, right. the best way to the best way to improve. In the medium term, is a small dream just to end. Uh, is it would it be to be trainer at the Real Sociedad? Is that something that yeah, you yeah, would have yeah. as a dream? Yeah, for yeah, the yeah. Medium term. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I will. I will love to start where I started, and now I am starting and preparing myself to to be, to be ready. Once I am I am ready, and you know the club comes and we have shared feelings, I would love. To start with, with Real Sociedad, continue Liverpool, Madrid, Bayern. That would be that. That would be <laughs> fantastic as well. And if I could repeat, if I could repeat, it would be great. And you're ready for such a hardcore because it's it's extreme, huh? The commitment. Yeah. It's exactly like no. being a player. I think it's harder. Harder. I think it's harder oh, to, be to deal because you need to deal with more pressure. Yeah. I think that it's so focused on the manager. Yeah. That you need to physically, of course, not. Uh, but you need to deal with to deal with the group, to deal with the with the media, with the fans, and the focus is on you. So I think that it's harder, but that's why I need to to feel it and to get ready. But yes, I will like it. I know. Very nice. Okay, so me and everybody who's listening wish you the, all the best with that. Then we'll be thank you. Nico. We'll be watching. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time. It was really uh, really <laughs> we'll interesting. Repeat that.